All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Movie Review Crew Podcast. God, I'm tired. <laughs> oh, good. Yep. Bringing the energy right from the start. It deserves it. I mean, to to paraphrase from the movie Jaws. And to quote. And I quote, <laughs> I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, stupid yeah. daylight savings time. <laughs> yes, it is daylight savings time. We're recording on Sundays. Anyone who's listened to the show long enough knows this. But I think we're all especially a little tired today. I'm you good. had every opportunity to get at least eight hours of sleep. I'm good. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> like that's enough. <laughs> for real, for real. Oh, my gosh. It's the weekend, brah. Oh, sorry, brah. I need to sleep at least 12 hours. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you get six on Saturday and six on Sunday. No, nope. right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Some say it's a waste of a weekend. I say it's a waste of my life. Whatever. I don't know what we're going with this. This is Movie Review Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Lucas, and joining me is Aaron Kronikin. Hello. Matt McNeil. What's up? And Steve Rushlaw. How's it going? Guys, I don't know if you know this, but we have an excellent episode. We're going to get into movies coming out to DVDs. We have a slight turn into movies coming to Netflix. Sure. Movies. Okay. I told you I want three. Uh, all only, right. There's only one. No, there's there's two at least. I want three. There's not two. You... We'll go over this. Oh, my God. Now I'm so confused. And then we have a review of the listener request of Jawas. Did you say Jawas? Jawas? Like, the t- like one of the TV specials? <laughs> uh, I thought that's what we... If, if they had made a movie just about Jawas, <laughs> I'd probably watch they it. They did. We watched it. Jawas. Jawas. <laughs> Yeah, about the big angry shark. You don't even have. You don't even have to say it. It's Matt. got big jaws. Jaws. We're, we're all thinking the same thing. I hate you. <laughs> I still said it. <laughs> I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. And that's my life, and that's how I like to rock it. Do we want to get right into movies coming out? Sure. All right. What are the uh, movies coming out to? DV Dizzles this fine Tuesday. Oh, uh, this week we have um, Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Anyone seen that? Mm. Heard no. it was heard it was really bad. It got really bad reviews. Time the hell out. There's at least a few Harry Potter watchers that have been on this show. First of all, I don't, I don't even, like any of them Harry Potter movies. I don't I think second sh- that. I don't think Shane on. has seen it because it got really bad reviews, and I haven't seen it. And I don't know if Brent has seen it. So surprisingly, saw... Shane usually gets yeah super dorked out about Harry Potter. Yeah, HP as we call him in the in the Gryffindor gang. Shane gets a, an erectus patronus from Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't even think that makes sense in the context uh, of the universe. Whatever. It was an innuendo, and <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Listen, don't make fun of his spells. That's serious business. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I've seen the first one, and it was. Okay, I don't think I'm a fan of Eddie Redmayne. I you I'm you weren't aware of who Eddie Redmayne was for the first like the only two years of 
this the podcast. Only redeemable thing about that first movie was that John Williams did the score, and I don't think he did the score for any of the rest of them. So there's no redeeming things about those movies. They probably just I, reused I the think same song. They did for like ninety percent of the HP HPs. That's very mm. But no, I saw the first one, and Eddie Redmayne just—it seems like he was like he had a like a microphone on his shoulder, and that's what he was talking. He kept into. turning into it. Yeah, he did. I'm telling you, he was just like talking into his shoulder. Mm. Watch the movie, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Doesn't so, the second one have Johnny Depp? Mm-hmm. Ooh, hard pass. It's a plot twist. The second Harry Potter movie? No, no, the second Crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald movie. Oh. Yeah, the Fantastic Beasts. And it's got Jude Law. I keep seeing yeah. Johnny Depp on these stupid Hulu ads. He's doing some kind of perfume commercial. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he used to have one where he just would. He's like walking in a desert, taking off jewelry, and then he just buries it in a desert. And they're like, oh, buy this perfume. I think that's the what same. The I think, I think that's about? the same one. I think that's oh. the same one. Johnny, you shop yeah. for a lot of perfume, huh? And. Secondly, we have the Oscar winning, and I believe in Aaron's top five from last year, Mm -hmm. Green Book. I'm going to have to pick that one up. Um, Is it about a book that's green? Yes. Yes, it is. It actually is. Jerk. Um, (laughs) Next, we have Mortal Engines, which I've heard is terrible. (laughs) Can we review this? If you pick it. I still won't watch it. I'll skip that. I'll pick the other movie. Mike, Mike will be watching that one alone. Yeah. When a, when a listener request comes in, <laughs> saying not that Mike Lucas. Yeah, don't. Aaron definitely not Mike Lucas. Aaron and Matt have to. <laughs> His email is Mike be, Lucas. Look, <laughs> the listeners have already forced me to watch a movie, and that's the end of it. I'm not doing it again. No, you do. No. If it's if, if that's what a listener request tells you to do. <laughs> I did it for the Phantom Menace, okay? I'm not doing it again. That was enough. Mortal engines, bro. And lastly, we have the movie London Fields. Ooh, that was uh, it was at a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if it still is. All right, Matt, here's uh, I'm going to Interesting sw- connection real quick. Yeah, go ahead. The Oscar-winning cinematographer from uh Shakespeare in Glove. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was the cinematographer for London Fields, mm. which is a let me see if it's still zero percent. But Matt, I will sweeten the pot for you. You get to either watch London Fields with me, or Mortal Engines. Let me. One pre- of them's an action movie. The other let- one, I assume, is about a poppy field in London. I let- don't think Mortal Engines is an action movie. Yes, it is. It's L- a drama movie with. Like teenage, it's a kid. YA teeny movie. It's got action. Please a allow me those to um, offer a third option. Episode two. <laughs> <laughs> a tall no. bridge. Nope. <laughs> and a solid surface underneath. Yes. <laughs> Aaron was closer to what I was thinking of without going over. So you win. So that's the movies coming out. Um, pretty much Green Book is the only one that I'm excited about. Going to get. Okay. Anybody else? No, I mean I don't. I don't have a whole lot of desire. But again, like this was, I went through the Oscar movies from last year or two years ago, and I should I should have spent more time watching them when they came out. So I might this might this one might be one that I overlook and come back to in like a year or two. I definitely would see that one. It was probably the least pretentious and boring of the Oscar nominees. Well, and it's. Wasn't it the Fairley Brothers, the 
It was one of them. Who did Dumb and Dumber? It. Yeah. And it's a good, I I mean, that Mahershala Ali won the supporting actor, but I think Viggo Mortensen was much better. Did you guys see Luke Cage, the, the series the, on Netflix? No. no. Uh, apparently, Mahershala Ali is the one of the villains in it, and apparently it goes downhill when he leaves the show. Mm, doesn't matter. It's part of the Marvel whole universe thing. So yeah. you would have to watch literally everything else before you watch Luke Cage to understand what's happening. So, no. I mean, do you, though? Probably. No. Everything's like tied a into each other. movie, but... You less lesser quality. Yeah, don't say. Don't just assume things. You have to. It's pretty much tied into the defenders with Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Punisher. I also, haven't watched watch any of those other no, series. No, with Luke Cage, it's pretty, pretty much all their first seasons are standalone, and then they do a season of Defenders together. You guys seen this? This thing just popped up on IMDb's homepage called American Gods. Mm-hmm. Neil Gaiman. Is the Neil, writer Neil Diamond? Neil Diamond? <laughs> no, I don't know if it's Gaiman. Gaiman. <laughs> he wrote it. He's. Uh, What's it about? It looks interesting. It's got the guy from. It's uh, got a lot of guys. Well, I mean the the one main guy that I recognize is the guy from that one Western thing, movie you know. or TV series. Ricky Whittle. No. Is he that played, not who he you're played, talking uh, about? No, he, it's the older guy. He played one of the. I think maybe he played Crow's Eye in Game of Thrones. Ian McShane? Yes. You know who I Deadwood. thought this He's was? He's from Deadwood. You know who I thought this was? Uh, not Ian McShane? Yes. <laughs> right, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I but, really do want to know who you thought that no, was. No, I can't tell you. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I can tell you. I'm not going to. Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> 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 no, uh, moral of the story is that looks interesting. Yeah, I but, think they're on, what, season two now? Yeah, season two. So I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. I won't, but I'll let you guys know how it is. I won't. What are the movies coming out to Netflix? Um, only one, Triple Frontier, which was uh, top five, I believe, number four on our most anticipated movies of the year. Which I completely forgot because it wasn't on my my personal list. Well, at all. it's uh, J C Shandor, the director. He did. All is Lost, that Redford movie at sea. He did uh, A Most Violent Year, which all of us that watched it loved it. So it's exciting. An action movie with mm. Oscar Isaac as the lead, Ben Affleck's in it. Mm. What day does that come out? On Wednesday, the 13th. Mm. And then on Friday, since Mike requested other movies, Burnout, Dry Martina, mm. Girl. You can stop. If you I only wanted three, you, you can stop. You can stop. Las Muñecas de la Mafia, season oh, two. Oh, keep going. Yes. <laughs> Do tell more. Love, Death, and Robots. All right. That sounds interesting. Is, that, is it actually Robots? No, or it's do... Robots. Well, that's not as exciting. You could have stopped at Triple Frontier. No, you couldn't have, because I requested. So I thought The Highwaymen came out this week, but apparently that comes out on the 29th. I'm pretty sure Shane said it comes out this week. but Guys. It's next week. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, not Where to Find Them. The Crimes of Grindelwald is sitting at 37% from the critics. And that's a surprise to me. That's that that Johnny Depp effect. I mean, I don't know. I don't don't understand the Johnny Depp hate. Uh, He's just such an unlikable guy and not that strong of an actor. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that, that's fair, I suppose. I guess in the right roles, he's okay because he was good in that other, that one boring Whitey Bulger movie. Yeah, Pirates it was of the a boring Caribbean. Mo- yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Got I mean, it. he was Nailed good it. in the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, that's what I don't. I, that's what I'm saying. That it's is like, I, as much as I don't like those movies. That's maybe one of my favorite character introductions in a movie series when he's like. They just show a close-up of him. It looks like he's riding. Like, the wind's blowing his hair back, and the sun's in the background. It looks like he's standing on the mast of the ship, all majestic-like, and then it pans out, and his whole ship is sinking <laughs> as he's pulling into the dock, and he just steps off onto the dock as his ship sinks. The, the Such first, a good The first Pirates is a very fun movie. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. I just didn't much care for it, or the sequels. No, the sequels Especially are bad. Especially the sequels. The sequels are so bad. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Do we want to hop right into Jaws? Have you guys seen anything new this week? How about that? Um, yeah, I watched... American Gods? No. Oh my god, it's so good, I know. <laughs> no. You don't know, because you haven't watched it. I was looking for um, recent movies, horror movies that have come out this year so far um, for the website, and I watched a movie on Amazon Prime called Halloween at Aunt Ethel's, and it is... One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. All right. I, I, I wanted to shut it off about five minutes in. Why didn't you? Because uh, I Because it's Matt and it was a horror movie and he was desperate for it to redeem it no, itself. No, I knew, I knew, <laughs> I knew that it wasn't going to redeem itself. But I told myself that I was going to find something from 2019 to write about for the article or for the, for the website. And uh, I toughed it out and I, I just. Oh, it's it's a it, oh, it's so bad. You it's you tugged so it out. Bad. No, I toughed. T o u g h e d, toughed it out. Tugged. He spelled tugged. Yeah. What a I, weirdo. T t u f f t. Okay, thank you. Tugged. Tughead. I toughed it out. Tughead it out. Uh, I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Just because I'm trying to catch up on Oscar movies. Yeah, and that's the Oscar-winning actor, right? Yes, Rami. Right, who was very good. However, the movie. Eh, yeah, and that's not heard. It's very British. I mean, the movie's fine. The last forty minutes is good. The musical elements of it are fine, but like they just queen. made things up. Completely made things up, and it's ridiculous. Like when he he uh, so pulled not, the sword out of the rock and then he started right? slaying all not of a, the. Not a not a good biopic. No, it's like really just cliche. Uh. Like oh, the band broke up. Guess what? That never happened. They just never mind. Moving on, he's but getting it's, heated. It's, well, it's you know whose fault it is. Imitation game, because now any based on a real story, I have no. to go see how they cheated me out of a real oh, story. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, imitation game was definitely not the first. No, but that's when it really opened my eyes. When you're like, hey, remember that movie we all loved? It's like ninety five percent false. Yeah. So now I have to see what's real and what's not, and that. Bohemian Rhapsody, apparently, they just made a lot of crap up. Which, going back to imitation games, I I went back and read more about Alan Turing, and that w- it would have made a, an epic story. And that's my regardless. thoughts about it. Like, the story of Queen and Freddie Mercury, you don't have to really try that hard to make it more interesting. Just True. show the story. True. Mm-hmm. So. Steve, what about you? I went and saw Captain Marvel yesterday. How was that? <clears throat> um... Yeah, how was that? Spoil it that right now. Sexist, who was the scroll? Who's the secret scroll? Hold on. All of them. Who is <laughs> who is or how was that sexist piece where a woman is the lead? Yeah, how dare they? Right. 
I just smile more. I find it <laughs> that isn't that ridiculous. It really is. Like people on the internet are the dumbest people on earth. Yep. So, yep. Steve, how was it? Yeah. Sorry, Steve. I, I honestly could care less if there's a female act, if that's, actor in the lead. Who cares? Um, it, it was it was good. It it went back to Marvel actually telling a beginning story instead of having 50 billion people in one story and just kind of like running around in circles. It actually told the backstory of Captain Marvel and it technically is set before the rest of the universe has been made since before Iron Man in 2008. Mm. So it, was, it wasn't really, I mean, technically it was setting something up, but it was setting something up that we've already seen. Already seen. So what you're saying is, is that the remaining half of the superheroes that lived through Thanos are all scrolls. No. No. Oh. Whoa, whoa, time out. Is Jude Law in that? Yes, he is. I like Jude Law. There's a lot of people in there. Oh, Jude Law. God bless it. No, not the no, glue I've, guy. I've, the I've guy that at, looks like Jude Law. I've looked. Dijman <laughs> Hanzu's in it. I've um, looked at the cast. The cast is great. Oh, yeah. I just have really no interest in Marvel movies anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough to. All right, why is guy? Who's this? Huh? What Who's that? What actor is this, Aaron? Um, I believe that's a Klingon. That's Sylvester Stallone. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, why is guy? Who's this? Huh? Hey, is that Ronan the Destroyer? Or whatever Accuser? his name is? Accuser? I think you mean Conan Ronan the Barbarian. He just accuses people? He doesn't destroy them? It's the group. They're called the Accusers. Oh, hey, is yeah. that uh, is that giant red-haired dude from, from Game, Game of Thrones? Thrones? That's that, what I thought. Is that him? No, probably not, because not every person with a big red beard is that guy from Game of Thrones. Are you talking Bro. about Tormund? Yeah, Tormund, great. No, he's that little short guy from Lord of the Rings. No, he's not in it. You're so high. He is. You're so high. What is how do you spell it? Tormund? T O R M U N. Tormund. D. I mean, can you search for characters? Just go to anyways. Moving on. So, anyways, what was your overall? See it? Don't see it? Marvel fans or non-Marvel fans? Um, I'm sure if you're a Marvel fan, you'll go see it, whether it has a female lead or not. Who cares? Um, but. If it eventually comes to Netflix or something where you could see it, I'd say go see it. Um, but I know you're not going to spend money to go see it, Aaron. Oh, so. I might. I still That's haven't seen it. Larson. <laughs> I'll see it when it comes out on DVD at least. I still haven't even seen Black Panther, and I could watch that for free anytime she I want because it's sexy. on Netflix. Who, the Black Panther? Yes. Oh, yeah. Good. I hate both of you. <laughs> well, we're waiting for you to find out how wrong you are about this guy with an orange beard. It was him. It was not, you liar. Let's move on. Let's not let's not argue with this anymore. Because <laughs> you're wrong. No. Nope. All right, on to Jawas. <laughs> Jawas. The little little scavenger creatures that live on tattoos. Jawas. That guy. Yeah. That was him. That is not him. <laughs> that was him. We need to have a video on this podcast. <laughs> we will know what the hell we're talking about. Jawas. PG. Two hours, four minutes long. Adventure, drama, thriller. <laughs> Can I just real quick? What man that shows you the difference of PG in the seventies and PG now? Well, yeah, and dude, boobies. Not yeah. even that, man. Blood, I watched Carnage. I watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark a couple weeks ago because all all the Indiana Jones movies are on Netflix, and that movie's PG. And Is that the one with the face melting. Yes. Yeah. 
to I'm scar like, children for life. Remember when PG actually meant something other than, hey, it's basically a G-rated movie, but we might have some innuendo for the adults. But how much of this movie did it actually like show anything? There was a lot of blood. Yeah, the guy got eaten by a shark. Yeah. That's a little beyond PG yeah, nowadays. I guess. Shark ate a kid. True. Yeah. I'm going to guess this is an R rating today. Oh, absolutely. It would have to be. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, like within five minutes, there's boobs running across my screen. Yep. Yeah, if you didn't see them. Yeah, it's just bouncy side boobs. Well, I mean, yeah. you could kind of see it in the water when they were doing the underwater cam. The like, point is, there's a lot of stuff McNeil that would be was well like beyond pausing PG. it. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> that's Areola. <laughs> I should never mind. Uh, can I can I get through this? Yeah, go, okay. go for it. When a killer shark unleashes chaos on a mm. beach resort, it's up to a local sheriff, a marine biologist, and an old seafarer to hunt the beast down. How was you that? had to try to mess it up. Yeah, you did. Yeah, well, you succeeded. I'm too smart. Directed Narp. by Steven Spielberg, written by Peter Benchley and Carl Gottlieb, starring Roy Schneider. Or um, is it Scheider? Scheider. Roy Scheider. Real quick, Robert I think uh, Peter Benchley, didn't he write the novel? Yes, he did. Okay. Yeah, he wrote the, the novel of Jaws 3D. Holy. I think he probably didn't, and that just said characters created by... Yeah, okay. Roy Scheider, Robert Shaw, and Richard Dreyfus. Am I missing Lorraine Gary? I mean, it's just really Scheider, Robert Shaw, and Dreyfus. And right. Bruce. And Bruce the Mechanical Shark. Yep. Yeah. The film, this would have also doubled as a movie we could have done last month. It won three Oscars, including Best Sound, Best Film Editing, and Best Music. It was also nominated for Best Picture. Now Steven Spielberg was young in his. Yeah, I think this was. I think he was in his early sixties. Second movie. What? That was a joke because Steven Spielberg's really old. He is old. <sighs> my jo- and I thought my jokes were bad. <laughs> oh goodness, they are. Because I know he did that TV movie Duel. So he did a bunch of shorts. A film called Firelight. Um. A TV movie named Duel, uh, and then the Sugarland Express was his first feature, uh, followed by Jaws. So, so and then it was just nothing but hits after that for a very Jaws, long time. Close Name Encounters, one. Raiders, E.T., Indiana Jones, and The Temple of Doom, Schindler's List. I mean, it was like Indiana thirty Jones years of on top of the biz. Why would you say Temple of Doom? You have three Indiana Jones movies to pick, and you pick the I worst have said one. Both of them. I said Raiders. I assumed people he said would Raiders. know what I meant by that. I didn't hear you say Raiders. All <laughs> I heard you say Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You know what? I, you know what I found fascinating about reading about this movie is Spielberg hated the score for this movie. Yeah, I didn't. The love first time some he some of it. The first time he heard it, he thought it was too silly. For what he wanted to go for, no way. There were but, moments where it was too, yeah, like campy. Not well, like it seemed like this joyful Disney soundtrack yep. as they're hunting down a killer yeah. shark. Like, they, I'm more they, but then it about, would get like the main part, well, yeah, because it's your sense of adventure. Mm. I'm more talking about the dun, dun, 
Really? Duh. That's the best part. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, that's S- the- Spielberg didn't like it when he first heard it because he thought it was too silly. But then after a while, he came to see that the score pretty much made the movie what oh, it yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like um, when when John, Carp- uh, John Carpenter did the first Halloween and he pitched it to whatever studio it was. I don't remember. The lady said that you know this movie was <laughs> yeah. not because because when he pitched it that he didn't have the the music yet and the lady said this is the not scary movie at all it's dumb and then he did the score and gave it back to her and she's like this is terrifying and Jaws is very much the same way yeah I think this is definitely one of those movies where the score helps it a lot during those scenes yeah the, in parts but like I said there were some parts where yeah. it's like. Right, the, the, they shoot the, the shark with like two or three of the barrels. And they're dragging, he's dragging around and it's and like... And it goes away for a little bit and then it's like, happy jolly music. I, I yeah. also thought it was a it was odd. little... But it kind of, like, it gave me a false sense of security because I was like, well, maybe maybe it'll get tired. And uh, I don't know. It reminded me of like sleepy a... Sleepy shark. I don't, it was just... It was odd because you it, it switched tones so quickly. So, do you think... That Jaws is, it was a man or a female shark. Did they ever talk about that? Well, the shark's it, name was Bruce. Oh my god! But in the movie, I don't believe they talk about. Okay, would it would it have been the mommy shark? Dude, mm. God, I hate you. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that was actually all right. Let's move on. Can we talk about Steven Spielberg real quick? Because I don't sure. know if we've discussed this. I was having an argument with some fool at work. What a fool to argue with Mike's <laughs> rock-solid logic, I'm sure. Thank you. He's trying to say that Steven Spielberg isn't the best of all time. He's up there. His He's recent the best, stuff is me. He's the best of all time. As He's been nominated as... for an Oscar in five different decades. Who was he right, trying to say he, was better than him? Here's one. Christopher huge... Nolan. Ooh. Oh, no. Ooh. No, not Already? at all. After four movies, he said the five sample movies? size and the arc that he's on, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. His this money. guy's in his Chris, 20s, right? Christopher Nolan is the most overrated director of all time. Christopher Nolan's good. The, Spielberg's been doing it since this movie. Like, that's this 40 five, plus yeah, years. It's yeah, five 40. decades. Yes. It's literally five decades. Well, I mean, it's not literally five decades yet, but. Well, I mean, like, this, this was 70s. Close to this was 70s. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, okay. that's what I meant. Christopher Nolan had gotten his head up his butt a lot faster than Steven Spielberg did. Right. Here's the problem with Spielberg, and it's showing recently, but he is apparently stuck in his ways and doesn't want to... Netflix, like it's the same... can't make movies. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, but that's... But... That's a, apparently like a popular belief that like they're not risking any money to put it on Netflix, so why should they... To have the potential to win like some of the best awards, and I get the logic, but I don't. Listen, a movie it, is either good or it's not, and and the format I, should not determine. And true, it's just ridiculous to think. Oh, you have to get studio backing and put it into the theater. Well, and the funny thing with oh the, the one he's fighting is Roma, which was in theaters for three weeks. Yeah, it, well, but I select mean, theaters and it's like yeah, they can but pick some of those choose some of those movies from the Oscars only get select mo- movie theaters what, as well. I, th- I think I think what uh, Spielberg's problem is is that he listens to George Lucas too much because they're mm. like best friends, and George Lucas is just full of terrible ideas. Well, and not only the whole Netflix versus Spielberg thing, but just Spielberg 
his style, he literally has not changed or taken chances or risks of any sort in his filmmaking. And it's just getting I mean, if it's not broken. Wait, hold on, hold on. Since when? Since Josh. Ever? Dude. It's the same. Like Spielberg is just too much of the same thing. It's like, oh, let's create this. When you see a movie that's made by him, you're like, yeah, Spielberg movie. And it's great and it's fun, but you know, take a chance. You're Do something high. new. You're high. With Jurassic Park, he was the first to use animatronics and stuff like that on that. I'm not scale? talking about. What are you talking risk? about? I'm talking about just the formulas of his movies, his storytelling. Oh, his formula. storytelling. Well, yeah. I haven't seen all those movies, so I can't tell you. But I can tell you that there weren't any Nazis in Jurassic Park. That's a different story. True. <laughs> true. That is true. true. So that you, you know. know of, it's probably true. a whole Nazi yeah. conspiracy yeah. to create mutant dinosaurs, Hitler Rex. people. And, mm-hmm. yep. yep, I think there is a movie about that. Uh, let's not even yeah, Triceracops it. and uh, what's his name? We're trying to take down <laughs> Hitler and the. Uh, <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> Kung Fury. Yeah, there was there was a Tyrannosaurus yep. in there. Yeah, on Hitler's side, I think. Jesus. Uh, Jaws. Back to Jaws. Uh, the Rotten Tomato score of ninety-seven percent certified fresh. In an audience score of 90%, the critics gave it a 9.16 in an audience of only 7. But the critics' consensus is perfect. Wow. Hmm. I mean, they're not wrong. I don't think that's a consensus. (laughs) Compelling, well-crafted storytelling and a judicious sense of terror ensure Steven Spielberg's Jaws has remained a benchmark in the art of delivering modern blockbuster thrills this was the very first blockbuster by the way guys yes true also it amazes me that somebody would be would see this movie and i get like even if you don't like the movie how can you say "Eh, below average rotten like really (laughs) even if you give it a six and a half at least it's fresh well if anybody gives joss a six and a half they're out of their mind there are people that gave it lower than that i know but they're out of their mind i wish i could have seen this movie back in 1975 dude i bet it would have scared people's pants off i mean just like because i mean yeah it's 2019 we've seen a lot of different things go on Mm -hmm. within the movie theater Oh, technology has come a long way obviously i've seen human centipede Ooh. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm saying that's more terrifying than this movie. Uh, true. true. For the wrong reasons. Yes. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I'm i going to give you guys my first thoughts. I always ask you, but I'm going to give you mine. This movie is awesome. And maybe not for the reason that you guys liked it. This is the just how the story was told through like framing. It is like the perfect example of power. And I'll explain it in a little bit when we talk about cinematography. But it is a prime, like it's a masterclass of how to tell a story through framing. And we've it follows kind of the same lines of, it's obviously very different, but of the first Alien movie where you use Dude, practical effects and creature design and... Yes, part of it is because you have to hide the flaws of what you can do with this, but then it's like you leave it to the viewer's imagination. You don't show your monster, and when you do reveal it, it's all the more powerful and impactful because of the fact that you and, hit it for the majority of the movie. And and mm-hmm. we we can thank Saltwater for that. 
because Spielberg has said that he wanted to show the shark a lot more, but it kept breaking down. It kept having issues with yeah. the mechanics. Really? Interesting. I think it worked flawlessly. Flaw- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the way that they did it. Uh, but Steve, what are your thoughts? Um, this is my first time seeing it. That's probably not a surprise. I Actually, I'm, I am kind of kind of surprised. I think we all are. I uh, I was kind of didn't get to watch a lot of movies when I was a little kid. Um, didn't really start watching a lot till I was in high school. But I thought this was a very, I'd say, fun movie. I mean, they're sitting there chasing the shark, trying to get it, and I thought the acting portrayed the fear of this shark actually eating them, and I. I think honestly, it was one of the better movies we've we've watched this year. I agree, and uh, it's it like this is was made when, even for a I know this was like basically the birth of a blockbuster, but even for summer blockbusters, back then they would take the time to create real characters. Like you hear it, don't you? I do hear it. <laughs> So simple yet so effective, <laughs> right? It just it just fills you with dread, and it's just two notes. Like, oh, it's the best. Like I could sit here and say bad things about the shark and how bad it looks, but for 1975, the shark looked fantastic. Right. And to create, like I said, practical mechanical effects, yeah, especially for underwater. I mean, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should we leave this going, or do you want to turn it off? Uh, doesn't matter to me. Oh, <laughs> that close to us. Yeah, dude. Uh, so, for me, the the reason that I love this movie is for all of the subtext that is in this. This is not... Like captions? No. <laughs> I, no. Subtitles. I hate you so much. He makes you want to leave, doesn't he? He, he kind of does. <laughs> just every... I just want one day somebody just to... <laughs> Drop their heads, headphones, or just slam the door behind them. I'm done. <laughs> I quit. Uh, just in the middle of a show. All right, I can't. All right, I can't so you were talking about you were talking about um, subtitles. Go um, ahead. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mike's hitting Sounders, but he has the yep, he has yeah, the he thing all the way down. Why are you the way that you are? Yeah, that's that's a very good question. Yes. Uh, no, but this is a movie that. While on the surface is about a giant shark that eats people, if you if you look past that, there's a lot of things going on in this movie that I absolutely love. This is this is definitely a, a story about people, and you know there's a, like a whole subplot of like the the corruption of the mayor that's going on and like everything that's happening in the town. And this is this is more fleshed out in the novel than it is in the movie, but it's all great. And that that is the biggest draw for me for this is the is all the the human interaction and storytelling yes. that goes on on that's, land. That's and what I mean. If this was made nowadays, it'd be oh, killer shark. Let's uh, go Sharknado. It. it would be Sharknado. That's I mean, let's be well, real. No, it'd not be quite like Sharktopus, but whatever. For me, I thought this movie really actually. Would it be t- sorry, Steve Megalodon? I mean, the Meg. Meg, yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, Steve, go oh, go ahead. I thought this movie really picked up. In acting and tension, when it was just the three, three actors. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's your yeah. climax, and that's your because there's certain points in the beginning of the movie where you're kind of like, eh, I could do away with this. Like, I mean, yeah, the mayor, he's kind of a 
a big part in this. But for the most part, I care less about him. When they get on the boat and it's just the three of them, that's when I thought it really picked up. Oh, without a Even doubt. Even just when, um, I can't think of the guy's name, but Dreyfus, what's his character's name? Pete Quint? No. no. Quint's the older guy. Quint yeah, Hooper? Is, uh, Hooper? Hooper, yeah. So when Hooper shows up and they start getting into like the actual shark science, yeah. that he that's when it starts to pick up for me because then he's telling them about... You, Basically, that they're doing the wrong things. They have to go hunt this. They didn't get the right shark, and yada yada yada. And even just the fact that he's this rich kid science guy, and then he gets thrown in a situation. And I just the like I said, the fact that they take the time to develop characters that you actually want to root for and care about is fantastic. And Quint is just a crazy character, but he's such a good character. Mm-hmm. 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 What were you gonna say? Was was there intentions to make him be like the bad guy in this movie? No. the The idea, at least the way that that I, that I interpret the movie, is that um, Quint he looks at this. He's kind of like on a suicide mission. Like he doesn't. I didn't see suicide, but I see what you're saying. Real quick. Like he he it's definitely more of a revenge had story for him. Well, he he definitely had the. The inclinations of flirting with death a lot, sure. And so the 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 fact that he dies at the end, I think that's kind of what he was after. Spoiler alert! Whatever. Yeah. This movie's from nineteen seventy-five. On forty plus year old spoiler, and you just went and just didn't even wow. give an alert. Listen, ruined. If you're Steve and you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> why haven't you seen this movie? I could I could have guessed. By the way, though, it is <laughs> half hour uh, into the movie that he was gonna die. It is available. For free to stream on Netflix. Yes, and maybe Hulu and Amazon. I don't know, but Netflix uh, for sure. I didn't know that. I paid three ninety nine on Amazon before oh. checking Netflix. Oh, whoops, <laughs> my man! I texted the group. <laughs> I was already twenty minutes in before oh, you texted that. That's funny. That's funny. I mean, that's unfortunate. But uh, God, now you're not. Yeah, your kids aren't gonna have a college fund. Yeah, there goes <laughs> at three ninety nine is really gonna break the bank. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know. I'm poor now. Yep. Uh, no, so. I alluded to this earlier. This is like a masterclass for how to tell the story and especially how power portrays uh, where people stand in a scene. So there's the scene, and I first noticed this when they are on the ferry. It's the mayor, uh, the main character, Martin Brody, or the chief, and some other people in the background. Other politicians. Right. And... The chief is doing a majority of the talking, but he is so far crammed on the left side, the left third of the screen, whereas the mayor is dead center, closer to the camera, and just listening. And you can even show, like, see that the the mayor's back is turned towards the chief, and he's not really giving him any attention. And it's like, I can see everything that's going on, and it's perfect because it's like this is our main character in this scene. But he's doing all of the talking, and our main character doesn't give a shit about this. And it, it, they sh- like walk off of the ferry, and they continue to talk, and it just where people are placed in the scene it is so flawless. And then back when they reopen the beach, and every it's like filled, and uh, our main character Chief, what the hell is his real name? Is that Shider? Yeah, Shider is 
is like looking into the water. It's very frantic. They have like wipe cuts and they have like it's getting closer and closer and closer as more people are getting into the beach. I'm like, it is a flawless movie. Maybe not flawless. It is a really good depiction of how to tell a story with visuals. So I just want to get that out there before I forgot. What else did you guys like about the movie? Everything. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this is a. I almost feel bad for picking this because it's 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 such a classic film that there's not I don't really have any bad things to say about it. Like I love everything about this movie. Yeah, that's not necessarily not a- everything. I've already mentioned the the music. Like I said, for me that was a bit of an issue. Except for it, like it was either really perfect and great for the scene or kind of off putting and. See, I I don't fit. I don't get that, but I also might be a little biased for John Williams because I love everything he does. I'm not saying it wasn't good. I'm saying it didn't fit this movie. And that's that is your like opinion, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Do I have any gripes? Do I have any gripes? Do I have any? You gripes? should, because um, it's not a perfect movie. Some of the acting from minor characters wasn't very good because this movie was made in 1975. No, not not because it's made in 1975. <laughs> because they're just not good. Yeah. yeah. I don't think uh, acting has gotten any better over the years. Well, it's just... I don't know. I think that might be debatable, actually. Sure. Fine. I think that the quality of extras, I think, has gotten better. Okay. Yeah, sure. I, <laughs> I could... One of the side characters... Um, that I could point out was um, the mom whose kid got eaten. Oh, I was gonna say the same thing. She walks up in her like mm-hmm. you, you let him die funeral black dress with her black veil yeah. and slaps him in the face and says that you let him die and like she it was just like I know that he was just killed yesterday, but we already had the funeral and you let him die. That- well, I mean, there's no body, so like. Yeah, but he could be alive out there somewhere. <laughs> this is not Pinocchio. Did they He's find a body? Atlantis. Did they find a body? Uh, Do you know how hard it is to... No, because to, they exploded the shark. Do you know how hard it is to to convict for murder without a body? There's no trial. There's a shark attack. Yeah. What are you talking well, about? One of, the, one, of, one of the scenes I wanted to talk <laughs> about um, that I thought was fantastic was when... Um, Hooper and um, Hooper. Roy Scheider um, go open up the shark Hooper. that they thought was supposedly the the big shark that kills everybody. He cuts it open. And he, you just see his face. He's like hold, <laughs> like holding his breath and like trying to throw it at. Well, all. I'm sure it smelled bad. Oh, like, yeah. They they used like real just dead fish. And without him even talking, he was able to portray his emotions because i bet it was real <laughs> i think even better was the when the three of them are drunk and talking oh, yeah. down and comparing scars and telling stories and and uh what's his name damn quint <laughs> she tells, broke my heart yeah. <laughs> well then quint is telling the story about how he was part of the uss indianapolis which was a real thing which don't watch it but apparently nick cage was in a movie about it oof that was uh, a battleship that was sunk by a Japanese torpedo, and they s- estimate about 150 were killed from the shark attack from these guys that were just floating. They said it was like 300 some people floating, and 
Jesus. Yeah. They said out of the 1,196-man crew, only 317 survived. 150 killed by sharks after it was sunk. What year was that? 1940-something. Uh, it, was, it was during World War II. Yeah, World War II. I don't know the exact year. 1945. I think your dates are off. Like World War II in like the 10s or something like that? That was World War One. This is a smug-ass look on my face. <laughs> Let's just all walk out and we'll do leave it. Mike here I, by himself. I have led this show by myself before, and I will do it again. <laughs> led, <laughs> carried, read from a dictionary, backpacked, backpacked. Is there more you guys want to talk about? I mean, this. Um, I I don't want to call this movie flawless, but I think the way that they handled, uh, not showing the monster, hiding it in the edits. Which, like we said, wasn't entirely intentional, but it hey, worked. worked. Yeah. yeah but I think for a movie that's made in 1975, this movie is fairly close to flawless. And the shark design is a little dated, but for when yeah. it was made, yeah. that's fantastic looking. And even even now, it's not that bad No, looking. I was going to say, no. it still looks good. Dude, I was expecting something way cheesier, and... When it showed up on screen in like the last fourth of the film, I was really impressed. Yeah, you want to talk about? I was talking about character introductions. When he's throwing <laughs> chum over the back of that, and that pops out of the water, oh, and yeah. you get your first real look at it. That's pretty great. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He just stumbles back. We're in the famous line. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Fantastic. And then just the fact, like they show the shadow of this shark underwater going past the boat, just to give you perspective and it to show the scale of this thing that they're against it's i i mean for for when it was made i don't know what the budget was it couldn't have been that high because it was Spielberg's uh, one of his first movies but. uh by the way sorry what were you gonna say oh i was just going to argue that it probably was a pretty lofty budget budget was eight million in 75 yeah. for inflation that's and what. grossed 470 million dollars in 75? Yes. So it made a few dollars. Yes. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, by the way, I would estimate that the shark was actually female. Females grow to be bigger than the males. Hmm. But another thing that I, I noticed is they kept saying, like, oh, it's like, that's probably like a 15 footer. And then as the story is progressing, they're like, oh, she's pert near a 30 footer. Well, because then they saw it. Well, I know. Which I'm just saying, like, I think it kind of. Added to, like the myth behind this beast and stuff. You know, oh, yeah, I once caught you... a fish this big. Exactly. <laughs> well, but they're making like realistic estimations for a shark size. Are they? Because uh, great whites only get to be twenty-one feet. <laughs> hey, uh, well, well, I, mean, I they think started that... when they started is what I mean. I think the they're saying I think oh, the, it's probably the a fifteen largest... footer. I think the largest they the estimate that they gave was twenty five feet, which I isn't believe, yeah. yeah isn't too much bigger than normal. So, yeah. what is uh, click there? What's the largest great white on record? Largest great white on record. Oh, good lord! Exactly thirty six and thirty seven feet. So bigger than Jaws. Okay, <laughs> but it was in the eighteen seventies. So probably. the metric system wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that is even makes sense. Metric? No, of course that doesn't make sense, because feet... Never it's mind. In... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. How big do megalodons get? 23 to 3.6 million? Oh, my gosh. Years ago. Is what that... Yep. 
Anyways, yeah. moving on. Man. Let's let's rate it. This okay. is our host, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's let's, let's blow this up like they blew up the shark at the end of the yeah. movie. All right, uh, who wants to go first? Who picked this? I did. A listener. It was well, yeah, a listener did, but I I I chose it for listener request month. Uh, yes, actually, let me run through that real quick, guys. You might not have known this. This is listener request month, so you can go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com, and request a movie for us to review. Right on our homepage, we have a little bit of a list, but we love getting through them, so we're uh, dedicating an entire month to listener requests alone. So again, that's moviereviewcrew.com. And yes, we we very much appreciate your mom when you pick <laughs> movies that aren't terrible. Jesus, yeah. Matt. So thank you for whoever picked Jaws. Also, I want to say thanks for people that do submit these. However, we have had quite a few animated movies, and I think as a group we've just decided that I mean, it's we've really we've uh, done no, one and, and they it were was a terrible. disaster. It's hard to it's review not that an animated hard. movie. It's not. You can't I, really review the acting, though. Yes, you can. You can review can. voice Vo- acting, the but, vocal acting, mm-hmm. and and then the movie. Like I really want to review Rango. Because they don't do voice acting, they did mo or mocap. No, not mocap, but they it was, it was emotion cap. Mm. So they they acted the scenes out, but everybody was mic'd up, and then they animated over them acting. Speaking oh. of Johnny Depp, that's probably my favorite Johnny Depp movie. Yep, I mean it's Jesus. it's probably one of his best. But no, and I, and I think, dude, like, there's I I watched, God the B movie, but. The, the the visuals nope. in nope. the B movie nope. Stop. are no Stop. I'm dead ass serious. What are you even talking? I'm it's... the visuals in the B movie are are lesser than some of the other DreamWorks and Pixar films. And yeah. I, and like we can talk about that. That's a good way to review a movie is the quality mm. of said visual. I'm just saying, like I mean the Iron Giant is a quality movie. It's just very hard to review. Like, how do you talk about lighting and? That, no, I mean, that dude, was also <laughs> that was also yeah. you know very early on in our uh, podcasting. We've grown. True. We've grown. Yeah, we, and we there could, was only like two or three. We can try it, but I'm not picking one. All right, that's fine. I'll pick it. Go for it. Yeah, B movie. But no, so continue to record. <laughs> not B movie. I love the B movie. Get out of here. Shut up. The only thing we don't do on the show are documentaries. True. Which yes, I would be open to anyway. I think documentaries mm. are good. Uh, let's rate it. This Jaws. Jaws? Mm-hmm. Jaws. Jaws. Do you want to go first or last? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go first. Um, I give Jawas uh, a solid Utini. Uh-huh. Uh, that's, that's a... But for Jaws, uh, this is, you know, very, everybody said it, very close to being a, a perfect movie. Um, I'm going to give this a nine. Okay. Aaron? Uh, close to it. I give it an eight seven five. It is. I mean, you can't really hold it against it. The fact that it's dated because it's just an older movie. But I think for I me, still, even then, I think it's aged very well. Well, yeah, absolutely, because they used practical effects and did it well. But I think just my biggest gripe is just kind of the tone of it. Sometimes was a little off. It, it kind of felt like it lost focus a little bit. But I still think it's fantastic, and and probably not probably it is a must see for anybody 
that loves movies. If you haven't seen it, yeah. Do it. Yeah, Steve. Do it. <laughs> I have seen it now. And also, I can... you don't have to pay money for it. I know. Yeah. I I really enjoyed seeing this movie um, for the first time. I thought it was a fantastic movie. Um, seeing that shark pop up for the first time is a great scene. Um, I am also giving it a nine. All right. I am going to give it a first for me on this show. Oh, boy. 10? 10? I'm going to give it a 9.1. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, come on. Really? We're t- it's 2.25. Yeah, this is dumb. I wanted to give it a 9.1. No, you got it's no. better than all of the 9s, but I don't think it's as good as a 9.25. After the debacle that was episode 7 <laughs> with everyone giving it weird numbers, we all agreed. Episode 7? Yeah. The Force Awakens. Oh, Shane gave it like God. a 7.98 or something. There's nothing wrong Brent with that. Brent was like 4.37 right, or whatever it was. It's a 9. You guys just made me give this movie a lower score than it deserves. That's, How does that <laughs> make you feel? That's on you. Well, I cares? wanted to give just, it an 8.756325, but I rounded. Repeating, of course. Yeah, you just got a 7.5. You just got to round, round up, Mike, to the nearest point two five. Or down. That's, or down. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. And Very now good. I got a lower score. Ah. Uh, uh, but the final score is 8.94. So what, the average can have a... You guys are dumb. Uh, That's how averages work, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, median. <laughs> 8.94, which is a... A? A? Minus. A I think minus. it's an A minus. I mean, he's yeah. right outside the door. He Shane. doesn't know. Yeah. He's got to look it up every time. Shane! Hey! It's an A. A. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for that. So, guys, we are doing listener <laughs> requests for the entire month of March. We also have to take an episode off next week to do Triple Frontier, right? Uh, we will discuss that. I'll have to. It's, it's Shane's pick and my pick. I have mm. one picked out from the listener request. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure Shane won't mind picking Triple Frontier for his movie. Well, I mean, or we could just, like, that would be a Just substitute pick. it. Yeah. Okay. If he yeah. picks it, I'm I mean, going to push. I mean, we... We would kind of be cutting um, listener request month pretty short then because well, we, got, we, do we, got, we got Triple too. Frontier. We can, we can do it again yeah. in April. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say we got Triple Frontier coming out and then next us. and then us the week after. And then Highwaymen. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, that's not a thing. Uh, but guys, thank you for listening and we be sure to join us on Thursday for a review of Forrest Gump and a, a, another installment. Yeah, what it was? Hold oh, no, that was bad. Don't do that. I, I just had to. Say, I won't. I won't be here <laughs> that for that episode. On. So I just had to say it. I had spot to say on. it one time. Can I do? Can I get one more time? Jenny, nailed it. Huh. Yeah, sounds. Ju- I'm. It's like he. It's I, like he was here. Yeah, yeah. I. I yeah. turn into Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks is in the studio today. Uh, but that's on Thursday. That's another installment of our listener request month. You know what my favorite part of that movie is? Which movie? Forrest Gump. Yeah. Which part? When he. Is on the dock and he jumps off. <laughs> That's and then my boat. <laughs> That's my boat. As it crashes into the dock. Yeah, that is probably my favorite. No, no, no. Best part of the movie. He's like, I thought I'd test out my sea legs, and he says, "But Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs." <laughs> yes, and if you want to talk about our favorite quotes from that movie, join us on Thursday for Forrest Gump. Uh, someone on the show. Tell your friends. We never did this or that. Oh, we didn't. Oh. All two weeks in a row, Mike. Mike. We got time. We got time. Go. All right, this. Here, hold on. 
pop quiz, assholes. <laughs> All right, sounds good. This, well, when did Keanu get here? <laughs> this or Memento? This. Ooh, this. This or Shawshank Redemption? This. This, this or Die Hard? This. Die Hard. This Die Hard. or The Conjuring? The Conjuring. This. This. This or Whiplash? This. This. Whiplash? Me too. This or Stand By Me? This. this. Stand By Me. This or Unforgiven? This. this. Unforgiven. This or Hell or High Water? Hell or High Water. Hell or High Water. This or Saving Private Ryan? Saving this. Private Ryan. All right, that's Blast it. For me. Someone Blast for me. Someone in the show. Tell, Tell your friends. friends. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. You're a... Sir, I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Movie Review Crew Podcast. Remember to find us online on your favorite social media apps and go to our website, moviereviewcrew.com. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.